Y'all, welcome to another episode of Late Night Podcast with Bridget and Holly. I'm your host, Holly. And I'm your host, Bridget. Tonight's episode, y'all, we are going to be talking about joint checking accounts or do you keep them separate? Now, let's get, before we get into this subject, let's start by saying if y'all aren't subscribed, make sure you hit that subscribe button, hit the notification bell so you can be notified every Tuesday and every Friday when our new podcast episodes drop. So we're going to, we're going to start with Bridget because me me and her are kind of on the opposite um, fence with the joint checking accounts or do you keep it separate? So let's hear from you, Bridget. And where is your take? Where do you stand on this and why? Well, I believe that it, I think you should have mixed. You should have joint and separate. And the reason I say that is I think everybody should have three bank accounts. I think you should have a mixed joint for your bills. I think you should have your own personal separate. He has his and you have yours. And um, I think that's the healthiest thing for a marriage. I'll be honest with you. And the joint checking is where your bill money goes in. And even if you have different incomes. Now, a lot of people are going to be smart Alex and be like, I don't have enough money to have three checking accounts. You do. You do. Even if you only both made $500 a week and you had to put back $250 a week for bills, you put $250 back and then the rest of it's yours to keep. You know what I'm saying? Like it's your mm. personal money to keep. And so it, it, no matter how much you make, you can do it that way. And I just think it keeps down more arguments because you've got to realize finances are the number one arguments in relationships. And it, it takes that totally out of the equation where you're not arguing over money anymore. Right. So do you feel like if you shared and, or if you put all your money together in one, one account, do you feel like that would cause problems with y'all? Like, mm-hmm. I do. But, okay. Been now why, years. Go ahead. Sorry. Now, why do you feel like that, that would cause problems? Well, we've been married 20 some years. We originally started out with joint checking accounts, but I own my own business. My husband went to owning his own business. And so we divided everything at that point. I still had my, my business account separate at the time, uh-huh. but when he went to drive a truck and bought his own truck, he wanted his own and we kept everything separate. And I, from that point on, we loved it because we did argue less. The reason it brings up problems, okay, and I'm going to throw some statistics at you because I did some research. Okay, let's hear them, girl. 43% of couples have a joint-only checking account. So like you and Jay, you're just joint and you have no other checking accounts that you share. nobody knows about. 34% file like me and Ronnie to where you have a mixed joint and then separate personal accounts. And 23% are completely separate because I'll tell you why. Here's some of your top reasons. You maintain your independence when you have your own checking account. You know what I'm saying? Like if you Mm -hmm. have, if you're, let's say for instance, you and Jay, you share your account. Well, if something don't get paid or it puts all the responsibility on one person to manage the bills, you know what I'm saying? So let's say, for instance, you and Jay run a week short and you can't pay the power bill and it gets cut off. He's not going to be like, you know, or some husbands. I'm not going to, I'm just saying he, because we're talking about situation. Yeah, he's just an example. Right. So if he, what if he was the kind of husband that put the, because you, you carry that responsibility. He's going to come to you and go, why didn't you pay the power bill? Well, honey, we didn't have it. So it causes a lot of blame. 
You didn't pay this. You're not keeping up with this because the one person is able to hand over all the responsibility to you. You've got all the responsibility on your shoulders. And for people that are already raising family, raising kids, doing all that, I don't think they need to carry all the responsibility of figuring out when the bills are due, how much they got to put back, and, and running that whole budget because that puts the strain and stress all on their back. Right. You know. So See, why I'm, do you think they need to be separate? I, I'm opposite because I feel like, well, for example, in, in our household, I am the one <clears throat> who takes care of all the bills. I know every month what date every single bill comes out, light bill, internet, you mm -hmm. know, car payment, car insurance. I, I know all of that. Does he know? Not really. Not really. But but why doesn't he know? Because he don't deal with it. No, he, do, he doesn't deal with it. It's designated right. to me. But it, mm -hmm. it's weird because we we don't fuss about finances. We fuss about stupid stuff like, can you take the trash out? Why is the trash build up? And it's been two days later. But right. it's because we... We we both we both work hard. We both put all of our money together, and we don't make a big purchase without talking to each other. You know, like if let's just say he's wanting to get a new Xbox or something. Mm -hmm. Of course, he would be like, you know, hey, I want to get an Xbox. You know, can we make that happen? Mm -hmm. Well, we make it happen. Or you know, is there anything we need to pay, or any we got anything big coming up that we have the money for it? And mm -hmm. I'm the same way. Like, if I want to go on a shopping spree and get a whole new wardrobe and, and drop $300, I'm going to say, hey, you know, I, I want some new clothes. I'm going to go spend about $300. Or, is that good? And I know some people are not like that, but we have just, when we first got together, it wasn't not even spoken about. It just was an agree agreement, right. you know, that that's just what we do because, he was raised the same way I was. Like, our mom and dad's, they always had joint checking accounts. That's just, you know, how we grew up. But we we don't argue about any finances because it's never been, oh, well, why did this get cut out or why didn't this get paid? If we fall short on a bill, I'll go to him and I'll say, look, okay, this is due such and such. Even though I handle all the bills, I'll tell him, but I had to get an extension to pay this bill on a later date. So mm -hmm. I still keep him in the loop. Does he necessarily know the dates of anything? No. But when it comes down to, you know, if let's just say the light bill due tomorrow and I'm like, oh shit, there ain't enough money in the checking account to cover it. I'm going to call a light bill company and say, hey, I know it's due today, but just giving you a heads up, I'm going to pay it next week. I go to him and I, I tell him that stuff. And mm -hmm. it, it can, I'm not going to lie, sometimes it, it really can be stressful when you're handling everything like that. For example, you saw what happened with my car over the weekend. And I'm stressing out, freaking out. He doesn't really know who to call and what to do about things like that. That is just all on me. And I he he appreciates it so much. Like he, he really does. He he I don't know how to describe it, but he looks at me in such amazement because of what I can accomplish when we're in an emergency for, for our family. Right. And he tells me, Oh, I appreciate you so much. I don't know how you do it. You take care of us 
like the way you take care of us is amazing. You I always, you know, pull through for us. And so he never doesn't appreciate it. He always appreciates me and stuff. But um, for me, I guess I also feel like, too, I'm not saying that people who don't share and have a joint checking account, I'm not saying they have trust issues, but I also feel like if you trust one another, then why not just combine your money together? As long as you're communicating you know, and checking with each other. Now, some people might find that annoying, but that's what works for me and Jason. Right, that's and that's what, what I, yeah, and that's what I say too. I mean, it, when we're telling these points, I, I was going to end it with saying that, but I'll even say it here in the middle. It really boils down to whatever works for you and your marriage. Like it I does. said, we've been married 20 some years and it works for us. Mm. Uh, my best friend and her husband's been married 20 some years and they're they're joint and it works for them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and I know, I think you had talked before when we begin to talk about this topic, so I want to touch base on it. Your question was, but what if one person makes a lot more than the other or they don't make the same? Well, you even it out because even like my daughter and her boyfriend don't make the same, but you even it out. If he makes a significant amount more, see the way I, I do our bills and set our budget is we know, let's say you, your bills in a month, and I'm just going to take a, an even figure so we can work with that. But let's say your bills in a month, car payment, house payment, credit cards, cable bill, phone bill, everything's $4,000 a month. Okay. Yeah, well, you up. know, you know, there's four weeks in a month. And the reason I'm going to tell you by four instead of four point whatever, because some months have five, is because I'm going to tell you what you're going to do with those fifth weeks. And this is the way our budget works. So if you have $4,000, then you know every week you got to have $1,000 and he makes more than you. You need to sit down and figure up your percentages. And he might need to put in 60%. So he puts in 600, you put in four. He might need to put in 75%. You know what I'm saying? But whatever he has to put in to where when y'all look at your paychecks, y'all both have about the same amount left over each week. That's but see, for me, it. I'm like, but why I do that? Because it, to me, it doesn't matter who makes more money because you're a couple, you're together. This is your house, your bills, y'all are racking up together. So why not just combine your money? Because... I don't but anyway, know that, even if you're sticking in a joint checking account together, the person that's making more is still paying more. That That's bottom line. So you're right. It doesn't matter who's making more. But I'm saying if you're going to go separate, the way to even it up to where one person ain't putting in. If y'all split it in half and let's say I only make and I'm supposed to put in $500 a week in the bills, but I only make $650. I, put, I make $650. Well, then... That means I'm only going to have 150 to run off. And if you make $1,000, you're going to have $500 to run off of. So what you do is you let that person who makes more pay more to even it up so you both have the same thing to run off of. But I'll tell you why the other reasons I think it's important. Because if you have two people with different spending habits, it's very important. Because that's where your arguments come in. And that would exactly be me and my husband. Because... I'm a spender. He's a saver. I am an Amazon person. Y'all have all seen my I needed that videos. Okay. All of that. I needed that stuff. Everybody's like, I can't believe your husband doesn't get upset. Da, 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 da. He don't get upset because it ain't his money spending it. It's right. mine. I pay my part of the bills. He pays his part of the bills. We have an agreed amount that we pay. 
And because we make about the same thing, we split it 50-50. I put my 50% in, he puts his 50% in. I'm allowed to do what I want to do with the rest of my money. He doesn't care what I do with the rest of my money. Uh, I don't care what he does with the rest of his. You see what I'm saying? Right. But that way it keeps down on that because let's say we put it joint and I was doing that all that I needed that. You can't tell me your man ain't going to raise his eyebrows and go, where is, where is my money going? And then that would start a bickering. Well, we had it extra. Well, we might have had it extra, but you shouldn't have spent it. So for us, like you said, it works. Now, I will say it elevates gifting as well. So let's say, for instance, you have joint checking. Well, when it comes Christmas time or your birthday and Jay says, well, I'm going to go take out $200 out of the bank account. Well, for what? Well, because I want to buy you a birthday gift. But then you might feel like that you're helping pay for your own gift. You know what I'm saying? Or that you know how much they're spending on your gift. But this way, if you have your own money, you can go out and anonymously, you know, or secretly buy that money or get that gift without them knowing anything. And it seems like it's more of a surprise. I don't um, know. Maybe, maybe we're just different because, like, I don't, I mean, we both shop. Do I shop more than him? Yeah. He'll see the Amazon packages coming in, but the only thing he'll say is, do you get me anything? Oh, you don't never get me anything. And I'll be like, well, I asked you all the time. You want something off Amazon or anything you want or need? And sometimes he'll just have, have me randomly pick him something. But I guess that's just never been a problem for us. Like, we, we could have, all the bills will be paid and he will be, let's just say, for example, he'd say, okay, how much money's in checking account? But like, okay, we got $800 left in checking account. And then a week later, a couple of days later, hey, what's in checking account? Oh, we got about 300 He doesn't really say, you know, where the money go because he knows I'm buying food, we're getting gas, you know, getting groceries. And I, I don't know. It just, that's one thing that's never been, been a problem for us when it comes to, to spending. He's never like, oh, you're spending too much money on this and you're spending too much money on that and vice versa with him. Yeah, but you got to realize not all marriages work like that. There's a lot no, of they husbands don't. That's what I'm saying. A lot us. of husbands and wives out there are arguing because she spends yeah. too much on Amazon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I will say, too, by having the separate check in the accounts, you you avoid what, like you're saying, again, I'm not faulting you, I'm just using an example. When you're saying that he's asking you how much money's there, that is an imbalance of power. Like he's powerless. He doesn't know what's in the checking account. He don't know where it goes. He don't know anything. But you're saying that Jay's okay with that. Yeah, he's I don't okay see that as being powerless and to me. To me, I don't see that as being right. powerless. Well, it kind of is because you're in control of all the money. And whoever's in control of all the money is in control of everything. You know what I'm saying? Like the person, he ha he doesn't have control of the money. So it, it causes an imbalance of power. And therefore, in some situations, like you're saying for y'all, it works. But in some marriages, that don't work. Because if the husband's like really egotistical and he doesn't have any of that control, he, he feels like he is powerless. You know what I'm saying? That he has no control over anything. You know what I'm saying? And well, he... It, Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, like in my first marriage, I I did that. I handled all of it. And I told my husband each week, well, here's here's this. Like I would give him an allowance like a child. Oh, yeah. Now we don't do that. <laughs> yeah, he would get an allowance. As a matter of fact, we, and I know you're going to go, we go talk about that. Me and him was on the Oprah Winfrey show 
for that reason. What? Yeah. We were on the Oprah Winfrey show for I Give My Husband an Allowance. Yes. You were on the actual show? Yes. When? It was way back in the, my, my son was still a baby. Brandon was still a baby. It was way back when. It was probably 30 years ago or 30, 28, 29 years ago. And when we went to the show, we were supposed to be on the stage. And then Oprah and them come back and said, listen, this other couple's throwing this fit. She said, is it okay if we put you in the audience and just interview you from the audience a little bit? And I said, yeah, that's fine. I don't care. We got a free trip out here. I really don't care. Because I started getting nervous about going on stage because I knew I was going to get yeah. beat up. I, I knew I was going to get beat up. Oh my God, and we so, so got to find that episode so I can see that because I had no idea. But see, and, and I'll tell you too, like the reason I feel like that doesn't make him powerless and stuff like that, he has the same exact app on his phone that I have. He can log in, he can look, he chooses not to do it. To me, that that's being lazy, but I love him. He has his own check. We have joint checking account, but he's got his own bank card. I've got my own bank card. So, but when we, he goes to spend money, does he does he call and ask you what's in there to spend? Or does yeah? He just, and I'm like, why don't you just log into the app? You can see it too. He just, he just I, it's just it. yeah. It's just, he just has me do it. So for some people, they might be like, oh, well, he don't know what's going on. He knows what's going on. He has the app. He's got his own card. He just chooses not to do it because that's, I think for him, it's, he sees how good I am at it. Right. That he, he will tell you like, if he was to, if he was a single man and go grocery shop, he'd live off oodles and noodles and frozen pizzas. Right. You know, so I'm good at what I do. And so he's, he's okay with me doing it. He will tell me, I've asked him so many times. I'm like, baby, why don't you try and handle the bills just for a month? No, I'm good. I'm good. Now, one time, one time he took me up on that offer. And you know how long he lasted? Oh. Not even a week. He said, I can't do this. I don't know how you do it. I don't know right. how you do it. So but he's see, like, oh. that goes to my point, okay? Because like one of these points here, I'm pulling a lot of these off the internet that I had got. So when you do that, you're, what you're describing is you get rusty. And what that means is when couples share a joint checking account and one person has the responsibility and the husband's like, he's happy to, to abdicate that responsibility to you. That's your responsibility now. Then he forgets how to set a budget. So all of a sudden you got one person that might die or you might get in the hospital and be, not be able to do it. Is he going to be able to grab those finances, jump in there, know when the bills are due, know what needs to be done, and he'll struggle with those basic budgeting, savings, and debt management because they haven't done it for years. He's but, you know, I don't team. think he will because 98% of what we have for our bills that come out are on automatic withdrawal. There's nothing I really have to call every month to pay you know once in a while i will have to switch a bill around or something like that he he would know i know he would know how to do that he would know because he can easily first of all log into the account and see okay at the fifth of every month the mortgage comes out you know on the 18th 
every month the car payment comes out on, you know, different dates. Like, that's what I love about the app and, and having, you know, everything listed that you do from your, from your checking account. Um, but I think, I think he would, he would do good. And I think, I think he would be able to manage the money without me because. Okay. So let me ask you a question. If you come into a marriage, now we're going to talk hypothetical here, but you come into a marriage, you've got good credit, you've got good debt managing skills, you've got good spending and saving habits, and the person you're with, you love them to death, but they're reckless. They spend way too much money. Their, their credit's ruined. They have just destroyed their credit because they'll go buy stuff they can't really afford. Are you going to go joint with them? No, because that's different. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that if they were that reckless. He's not reckless. Like in Saint, when my first marriage, it was the same thing with us. It was joint checking account. It was just an unspoken agreement. It's just what we did, and we never were frivolous with our money like that. And me and Jason yeah. is never frivolous with our money like that. Now, I will tell you that they're like my cousin. I I talk about my best friend Tammy. Um. She grew up the same way, too. So in her relationships, it's always just been a, a joint checking account. That's just what, just what we grew up on and stuff. And then I have another best friend who has her own account, and he has his own account. And when she's got her bills that she pays, he's got his bills that he's, he pays. And that works for them. Mm -hmm. But I feel like if that's what works for you, that's great. But I yeah. feel like there's you know, nothing wrong when you combine them. But yeah, if he, if he was like frivolous and his credit was ruined and every time you have $2,000 in the bank and two days you got a hundred dollars left, that would be, that would be a problem. Then that would be, Hey, okay. I love you, but you know, give me your bill money first and then you can be all the frivolous you want. Mm -hmm. And I would keep that separate because it would hurt us in the long run and we'd fall behind, lose the car, lose the house, you know, they ain't right. trying to do all that. But yeah, right. I, I'm in total agreement. So I would keep that separate. Yeah. Well, and like I said, and I think that's the reason it does it too. But even here it says like money has psychological consequences. So in other words, having separate bank account gives you a sense of financial independence and self-identity and empowerment. But one of my main reasons is we, we, we talk about, we go talk about, and the reason I think we talk about the personal things that's happened to us in the past is because that's led up to who we are. You know what I'm saying? And it, why it we does. do the things we do. Mm -hmm. So in my first marriage, we, we was joint. Okay. Um, but he cheated on me and he finally left me for another girl. But my thing is, I think in my first marriage, you don't, you don't get married and expect that. You put your whole trust and care and love into somebody and you expect yeah. them to give you the same and respect that. And that's why I go back to when we talked about the cheating thing. I said, I put my husband out there to do anything he wants to do because I want him to be for me, not against me. Right. But in that respect... I, I think people are human and they're going to do human things. And I've seen too many situations in my friends and through TV shows and these crime shows and stuff where one or the other starts cheating and the wife will go to the bank account and wipe the man completely out. He gets off work. She's gone with mm -hmm. all his money and he has nothing in that account. Nothing. And me to you, 
because I've been burned by people so much, I will never put anybody in a powerful situation to take every dime I have, and I have nothing left to run me. Yeah. If me and my husband split up today and he did something like that to me, which I'm like you, I don't think I ever think he would, but if he did, or if I did it to him, we could wipe each other's joint account out, but he could still have his personal account that he could run off of and live off of until yeah. he, he gets things straight. Because even if you go to court and try to fight to get half your money back, it's going to take you a few years to do it. It ain't going to be instant. So I would never want to put, I, I want to put all my trust in him as far as doing the right thing for our relationship, but I would never want to put my 100% trust in anybody for my soul survival. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I want to know that I'm taking care of me. I want to know that you can't wipe me completely out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that's and another I, reason. And I, I totally get that because of what, what you've been through and stuff like yeah. that. And I can speak from personal experiences that in the beginning of when me and him got together and, you know, went, went through things and stuff that, because, like I said again, is when we got together, it was just automatic joint checking account. Right. And I can honestly say, I can honestly 110% say, if me or him were to ever leave, that would never happen. Right. That he would never drain the checking account. I would never drain the checking account. Well, but I you got to have that trust. trust in that person in order to feel like that. Now, if right. they had let you down in the past with that financially, and things like that, then yeah, you're gonna go get your money and keep it separate and stuff like that. But that's that's one thing I can honestly say. I know without a shadow of a doubt that would never happen with us if Lord forbid something was to happen and we split. We we would just split what we got to catch up on our, on the bills and then part our own ways. Right, and you that's what you do hope for. You hope if you have a joint account, you hope that that person is like you hope that Jay has the integrity and the honesty to treat you right in a division as he would in, in the marriage. But I will tell you, I've seen people get divorced before. They ain't the same person. They're mm. greedy. They're hateful. They're undercutting. They're undermining. People change. It's like, have, have you ever heard the old saying, like when people die, everybody in the family gets greedy. You've seen them all fight for money and stuff like that. Yes. Well, relationships, when you start splitting up, people get greedy. And things change. And that person that you're married to today is not the person that you're seeing walk out the door. They are two That's different so people. That's so fun. Like, I, I don't, it's so weird. I guess, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not, or I'll put it this way. I've been lucky. Because when my first marriage, when we got a divorce, I wanted the divorce. That didn't happen. We were cordial. We split everything. We cop. Even when he moved out, he was still giving me money to catch up on bills that we had when we were yeah, when we yeah. were together. With my, and, my first husband didn't do that. Yeah, and like I know this probably might sound cocky. I don't have hope or that I hope he would never do that. Like I can honestly say like I would I would willing to like I don't put my hand on the Bible. I know he would he wouldn't do that. And I love that I have that trust with him that I can trust him with our money just like he can trust me, you know, with ours. But, and, and I know this is a little off topic, but you brought this up about when somebody passes away and money's left and all this and that, <clears throat> excuse me, and you see families just cutthroat. My, my mom, when, when she passed away, she didn't technically have like a full blown out will. She literally was in the hospital, wrote down what she wanted me, 
my brother and my sister to have got it um, notarized. My sister was there and it was signed. We we didn't fight over nothing. And the reason I say that I'm proud of us and I wish that families weren't that way and they were more like us is because she had two life insurance policies. One was made out to me and my sister and one was made out to me and my brother. Mm-hmm. Me and my sister could have easily kept that money and just split it between me and her. Me and my brother could have easily kept that money, just split it with me and him. But we didn't do that. We took all that money and put it together, paid for her funeral, and we split three ways evenly with everything. Not one time have they come at me and said, oh, my God, you got Mama's house and da-da-da-da-da. They, they both know, Lord forbid, they have gorgeous houses. My brother and sister have beautiful houses. And I've got a beautiful house. But they know, Lord forbid, if their house was to catch on fire tomorrow or they split with their significant other and they needed somewhere to stay, this is their house too. It was left to me, yeah. But I tell them it was left to all three of us. Mm -hmm. and we didn't fight or anything. And I see so many people, like you said, cutthroat. You don't speak to get to anybody anymore. And it, it's horrible and it's sad because it, at the end of the day, you've lost your loved one. This is things that they built up and worked hard for, and they're leaving it to you, and you're going to turn it into a shit show, to a bloodbath. Yeah. And it does happen, but that's the reason I'm saying. And those are the people that are your family and supposed to love you and be for you. Yes. And all of a sudden, if if your family can turn on you like that, why can a cheating spouse not turn on you like that? Because and know, they, they can, can, though they can. Exactly. So that's the reason I don't. I don't. I would never say Ronnie would do that, but at the same time, don't. My grandma used to say, "Don't ever say never." You know what I'm no, saying? No, I'm gonna so, say never. I'm gonna say never because I've seen that man with you. I see, have seen how he interacts with you. Do you know when we came home from your house when you cooked that amazing fucking pot roast for us? I'm making it tomorrow too. I'm making it tomorrow. By the oh, way, oh you, oh you would when we not there. You doing that on purpose, y'all? She's doing it on purpose. <laughs> but when I tell y'all when we got home, and it was like. A, a couple of days later, we sitting in the living room and my husband comes out here, Jason comes out here and we were talking about Bridget and Mr. Ronnie and Jojo goes, dad, dad. He's like, let me tell you. He said, or she said, Miss Bridget, she's in there cooking for us, right? She comes outside with a tied up bag of trash, just sits it down and walks right back in the house. Mr. Ronnie gets up just like that, takes the trash off. Daddy, why don't you do that? And we laughed so hard. And she goes, Miss Bridget didn't even have to say, here, Ronnie, take this trash out. And right. Mr. Ronnie didn't even look like he did not want to take the trash out. Yeah. And we talked about that, I know, for probably about 30 minutes straight. So yeah. I, I would be willing to bet. And I'm saying 110%. It would be a narrative. And, and we're lucky like that, though. Not everybody has spouses. Exactly. Like that, where we can be 110% sure. So, y'all, yeah. I don't mean to to be cocky. No relationship is perfect, but there are some things where you know you can trust your significant other 110%, and you definitely, that's 110 million percent for you on that. Well, that and that's the reason I say when we talked about our show when you said, you know, could your spouse be uh, friends with the opposite sex? I think that's the reason I can say that, because I do yes. feel like he would never do me wrong. You know what I'm saying? No, he would. Mm -mm. You know. 
But I don't know. And like you said, if you would be around us more, you know, I don't know if you've seen it at the campground, but it's, it's always been that way. I don't have, you know, if, if I, if I got a picture to hang and I bring the picture in the door, well, first of all, he's going to probably carry it in the door, but I get out a hammer and nails and set it on the counter. I'll turn my back and he grabs the hammer and nails and he's already hanging the picture. Where you, oh, want, yeah, where well, you, where you want this? <laughs> when we went to, um, to the, to the campground, out mm -hmm. those two days when y'all were down for that weekend, he was a busybody. He was, yeah. uh, he was doing the flagpole thing that was messed up. Instant, yeah. took it down, put up, put up the new one. Yeah. You know, like he's just, he, that's why I said when you were talking about like a little bit of procrastination, he definitely does not procrastinate with that because y'all, when she, when she said, Ronnie, I feel weird saying Ronnie, I'm sorry, Mr. Ronnie, <laughs> I, 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 need, I need you to hang these lights for me, okay? Two seconds. He, he doesn't like yeah. he, he anything that she says. Yeah. And just so y'all know, so I can clarify and clear this up. No, um, probably might not say this, but I am by me saying that she does not bar order orders at this man. He is a very loving, caring husband. Aww. And all she has to do is say it once and he does it. And she yeah. don't say it in a tone. She says it very loving. So when <laughs> I say that y'all do not be sitting here thinking that she's barking orders at her husband. Mm -hmm. Okay. I yeah. just had to say that because I know how people will read him between what you say. But like, Oh, I bet she talks it. No, she does not. She does mm -hmm. not. No, we Bye. really do respect each other. And when I, just like when I hung, had him hang the lights, I put a little note that says, honey, will you please do? And so he walks in and he's like, he looks at me and he says, you want them done tonight? And I said, yeah. And he said, come on. And he comes out there and he starts putting them up, you know, because he knew I just didn't want to do without my lights. But, right. but that also by doing that, and I know we're getting off on another tough topic, but I am, we talk, and we need to do a whole podcast on this, but that's my love language. My love language is acts of service and, right. uh, and words of affirmation. So now, now my husband is not as good with words of affirmation as he is acts of service. Um, yeah. he's, you know, every now and then, you know, like if I get ready and I'm pretty, he'll say you're beautiful today or, you know, or thank you for cooking. But like you're saying that Jay's like, I really appreciate you. I amaze you. But it's really funny because like when I'm doing my TikToks or, you know, we're doing the podcast or something like that, you you can see that smile on his face. Like, I'm proud of you. It, yeah. it, the words don't come out of his mouth. It, they don't, they don't utter his, it come out of but his mouth. But a look can say it all. A look yeah. can say a thousand words and, you know, a yeah. look can say it all. But I think that's important too. And I want to get into another podcast about that too. We're rolling off topics here, but I honestly but you think, know what? It's our podcast. It's okay. And they're going to Yeah. It. Yeah. But it's like, that's another thing people that, that I think we're, we're going to talk about a six, what makes a successful relationship in the future. But I want to touch base on what I just said right there. My husband isn't good with words and I accept that and I understand that. And I don't put my hand on my hip and be like, why don't you ever say this or do this? I understand that's his weakness and I accept it. So instead he overindulges on acts of service and I'll just take that. You know what I'm saying? And see, but, that's that's yeah. perfect because for example, how, how he does his acts of service, Jason's not the handiest person. And we we do not even own a toolbox. We just own a couple of screwdrivers and a drill. And we went through through this car ordeal trying to get into the trunk. Tammy literally says, you need to buy Jason a toolbox. I was like, why? He's never going to use it. 
He yeah. doesn't probably doesn't know. Sorry, Jason, I know you're watching this. He probably doesn't know how how to use half those tools. So for him, he's not the the handyman. And Mr. Ronnie shows you about like, hey baby, I got you. I'm gonna build this for you. Yeah. Y'all, at her house, he built her a bed swing. He, did. he didn't buy it, he built it. He yeah. built it. And you can fit, it's like a twin. You could fit two people it's on it. It's a full. It's a full. Or a full, sorry. It's a full. Yeah. So you yeah. can fit two people on it. So I, I totally see where you're you're coming from. Everybody shows the way they love you in different ways. And it doesn't mean just because you can't express your words that they don't love you. Right. I'm totally in agreement in that. Right. Right. You know, and I've always, that's what I've always told my daughter. I said, don't give up your 80% because you don't have 20%. Because you're, yeah. you're like, you're searching for that 20%. You might end up with 10%. That's you a really I'm good saying? way to look at it. That's a good analogy to go by for a relationship. Yeah. It is. Oh, I can, I can definitely throw down on some relationship counseling. That's yes. Cool. I think this has been a good episode. I think, I think people so can, are going to be able to relate. I think there's going to be a lot of people out there who have joint and checking accounts. I think there's going to be a lot of people out there who have separate checking accounts. Like my brother and his wife, um, they have separate checking accounts, mm -hmm. you know, and that's, that's what works, works for them. Yeah. And well, that was one of the other statistics. It was saying that it was saying that, and it's again, this is no slam on anybody that sh shares joint. And I'm not saying all, I'm saying in that percentage, when I was giving you those percentages, they yeah. said that your families that made lower incomes were usually joint only. It's usually when you see people that make a lot of money start splitting it up because one or the other might be a, a like me, a spender. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so right. my husband wants to know if he wants to save his money because I promise you, if we had a joint checking account, I would spend my extra money on Amazon and his. And he is. Yeah, and that's where we would have a problem because <laughs> he'd right. be like, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> and then right. I would have a problem because he'd always be asking me, how much are you spending on Amazon? He don't even ask me because he, he he's like, I'm not even going, it's your money. You do what you want to do. Yeah, you know, and I, Jay, Jason doesn't ask me either. He doesn't say, well, how much you spend on Amazon? What You know, there, there was a while well, when we were ordering the coloring books, hot and heavy, you know, and he didn't say, say nothing. He didn't get on me or anything because he knows I'm not going to plow through our money and go broke after we pay bills and we're, I'm going to break us by ordering and you, which you even know there'll be times you'd order a color and button. I'm like, okay, I can't get this week. I'm going to wait next week till I get a couple because I know what I can bite off. I know what right. I can, but the better was to say and bite off and chew. Yeah. And if it's something I want and I want it bad enough, then I am going to set a little money aside and not completely pull, you know, from all of our money. I would never spend our money and put us in debt or in the hole, just like right. I know that he wouldn't. Right. Well, I want to ask you one more question, too, before we, before we ended up. Do you know that 62% of married couples admitted that they secretly spend money that their spouse don't know about when they have a joint checking account? Really? Mm-hmm. 62%. But, you know, I, I do believe that because... Do I check with him with every single purchase? No. Do I check with him with anything big? Yes. If I wanted to go to Kato's today and buy a shirt, am, am I going to do it and not ask him? Yes. Mm -hmm. But he can get on and see every single thing that's happened. Just like if if he wanted to go to Belk 
and and get a belt. He's going to, the only thing he's going to be like, is we good in check account? I'm like, yeah, you good. You know, like, that's just kind of how we roll back. I could see people, you know, doing that. I couldn't do that because it will, if it's a big, big purchase anyway. But yeah, to go get like a shirt or something, I'm not going to get his permission just like he wouldn't get mine. Right. But that's crazy though, because especially if it's a big purchase, then what if like, something happens and your significant other is like, hey, you know, I need $400 because I've got to go take care of this or that. And then you're going to be like, oops, I bought me a little diamond ring and I didn't tell you. Yeah. That is where you're going to come in to see. Now, I think that's wrong. I think that's wrong. Yeah. For people who have joint checking accounts, that is wrong when you secretly buy and spend or whatever and don't tell your spouse to me that's wrong and you don't deserve to have a a joint checking account yeah and like i said we all say that like uh you know we say whatever works for your marriage but you know even here the the reasons they use here is to maintain independence to protect a partner from your credit your credit so let's say let's say you got one person that has bad credit and another one has good if you married and you you would join your finances do you know the minute that you put your money in that checking account it becomes what they call community property and if you right. would have a debtor that was after his money they could take your money oh yeah it definitely right. would, would come out so that, that would that be that would be another reason sometimes to av- avoid feeling stuck or trapped because i will tell you in my first marriage i told you it was an abusive marriage and we did have a joint checking and i was so everybody's like why don't you just leave why don't you just leave well if he starts to notice i pull money out of the account to save to leave him He's going to mm-hmm. notice that. He's going to notice oh, yeah. $300 missing. And that's so, going to put you even more in danger. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So in my first marriage, I really would have loved to have separate checking accounts. That would have worked for us because I wouldn't have had that fear of leaving. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But those are just <laughs> some of the reasons I'm coming up with. I, like I said, yeah. at the end of it, though, if... If you're starting out with a new, a new relationship, new marriage, I think it's important to sit down and both of you talk about what do you think or what do you expect for our finances and what do you think will work best. I know my right, daughter. What you her, feel comfortable in. Exactly. My daughter and her boyfriend, they have separate checking accounts and one joint for bills. And she says she wouldn't have it any other way, not ever, right. not ever. Because one of her boyfriends before, they, they joined checking accounts. And when they split up, he wiped her clean. Yeah, and so I, I totally get people people being like that. And I, like you said, you know, it doesn't mean I'm wrong or you're wrong for doing what, what we're doing. We're just doing what, what works, works for us. I've not experienced anything like that. So I'm going to be more on the fence of saying, oh, no, 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 joint check accounts are fine. But when yeah. you're being burned like that, it does make you protect yourself in yeah. the future. But again, yeah. I've been through two marriages, two joint checking accounts. Nothing bad ever happened. It but worked if, if out Jay, if the, and I didn't, you say never, but if Jay would pop up and leave next year and wipe you clean, the next marriage you get into, you'd be like, nah, I'm good on that. I, ain't I, I would. I would be like, okay, you know, huh, that bit, bit me in the ass, you yeah. know. But um, I, I totally understand why, why people do do that. You know, when you've been burned, you've been burned. Yeah. But I, I think this was a good show on that I note, y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed this. I can't wait to see what y'all put in the comments. Um, don't forget, you know, to subscribe to our YouTube channel so you don't miss these podcasts that we post twice a week. Um, next episode that we're going to be doing is a hall pass. Would you take it? Ooh. I'm excited about that one. It's something <laughs> me and my husband joke about. 
all yeah. the time. Yeah. So yeah, also, so. you guys, just a just a little note here. We do have a an Instagram, a late night podcast Instagram with Bridget and Holly, and a TikTok. And um, I'm trying to think how you can find those because I don't have it linked in the in the thing. Just go to Instagram and, and type it in. <laughs> yeah, and you you're gonna see Bridget and Holly, and y'all don't forget, we have a Gmail. Bridget and Holly, y'all make sure y'all click it. We would love to hear some podcast ideas from y'all. We would love to hear some of your deepest, darkest uh, secrets, some of your funniest stories. So y'all hit us up in the email section because we will we will talk about it on the show. We will talk. Yeah, we're about gonna it. have future shows with all of those topics, and we'll yeah. announce those too. But it's Bridget and Holly at gmail.com. Is that right? Gmail.com. Gmail.com. Yeah. Well, y'all. I on thought that this note, was a good one. It was. We hope y'all enjoyed this podcast, and we'll see you on the next one. Y'all have a good night.